Welcome back to this week's episode of Simmer Down with Viv. Happy Friday. We made it. TGIF. This week has been so hectic for me. It's been super crazy busy at work. Um, And actually, that's what inspired me to talk about this week's topic, this week's conversation, which is work-life balance. What does that mean? So I actually heard of this term when I joined the corporate world. And this was very interesting because I did not even know this term existed. I was like, oh, you just have to balance work because work is so busy. And I was always just grateful that there was even work to be done, that I never cared so much about balancing life. I was like, life happens. Work is part of life. What is there to balance? But as I've gotten older... I've learned the importance of that. I've learned the importance of quality time with my friends, my family, and how I need to spend alone time as well as work time. And all those facets and nurturing every aspect of my life in that sense makes me a better employee, makes me a better colleague, and just makes me overall a well-rounded person. So this is the topic we're going to dive right into. First off, work-life balance. Let's start with the first word work so people that don't know me are always like you're always doing something but people that really do know me are just like how the heck do you sleep do you sleep at all because it seems like you're going 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 so yes I do have a reputation for constantly being on the run doing five million things all at once but my actual job as a culinary producer for Food Network is hectic I am behind the scenes as a culinary producer I produce a lot of content that you guys see from the videos on all types of platforms, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and I'm also in front of the camera. I'm the host of Biv's Tips. I'm also on TV as a host and a judge on a variety of food cooking competitions, baking competitions. It is a very busy schedule. I sometimes have to be out of New York, sometimes I'm on the West Coast, sometimes I'm in New York but on a different set. All all the boroughs. I'm anywhere and everywhere that they need me. Or sometimes I'm in Funora Kitchen, which is located in Chelsea. So luckily, that's my home base. And I am very fortunate that I am living in one of the busiest cities in the world. That I think it just feels normal to constantly going, going, going. It's just the vibe here. No one ever stops. But I have to say, being a culinary producer is a lot of work. Because it's not just like being in front of the camera as a talent. You go in, you do your segment, and then you leave. Being a producer, I'm constantly thinking of before shoot, I have to prep for, so I meet with our digital team, development team. After we get those ideas greenlit, which basically means thumbs up, I go into pre-production mode. So I write breakdowns, I meet with the team to make sure those recipes work and how we're going to translate a recipe into a video. After that, I go into like location scout sometimes, ordering props, all the fun things you see or equipment, go on the actual shoot, which is what I'm doing this week, and that is just not so at these days are super super long they're anywhere from 10 to 12 hours sometimes 14 and then from there I go into post I look at the notes that I give to the editors the editors give me an updated version we go back and forth a little bit make sure we have the best version for you guys so it's a lot and it's not just one week one project I'm usually on multiple projects in between weeks like I'm on set this week I'm already talking about next week's shoot in between that I have to look at video notes and do pre-pro so it's a lot about being organized and management skills make sure you communicate with your team surround yourself with good people 
your team members understand the need of the business. So it's a lot of that. And I always say that staffing my crew is like matchmaking. We have to make sure they all get along. They understand the goal. And we're just trying to make a good product. So personalities really matter to me. And I like to surround myself with happy people. So that's work. Um, In terms of balance, honestly, I come home and I'm so tired that I don't have a balance. I come home, I shower because I probably smell like either a mixture of bacon, grease, some kind of cupcake. There's smells. Everyone on set wears set blacks, which means you're just wearing dark clothing, doesn't stain. And you're supposed to blend in with the background anyway. So set blacks is the best way to go. And then I come home and eat dinner, go to bed really early and do the whole thing all over again. Back to back to back, load in, load out, constant. So yeah, work is work is great, but there's not really much of a balance in time for that. In terms of doing that, I have my personal projects. I have my personal things that I love, charities that I work with, causes that I work with. First off, it's definitely this podcast. It's a passion project of mine, as you guys know. It's all out of what I love to do. I love sharing with you guys. I love being a storyteller. So This is actually a real labor of love, especially working a really long day and then getting into edit and then making the recipe. But I don't mind at all because I know I get to connect with you once a week and it really brightens up my week and I really look forward to that. As well as my charities that I work for, I actually collect all linens and dirty towels or used towels, not dirty. I collect linens and old towels and bed sheets or anything for our local animal shelters. So I work with Animal Haven and I work with Sean Casey. If you guys have any idea or know that there is a shelter in need, please let me know. I collect them in all the New York City offices or people I know, friends and family. I put them all in a box and I ship them out every season I want to do it more so the more shelters you guys know more animal groups anything that needs more attention or any kind of time or support let me know tag me I would love to help in any way it doesn't have to just be New York guys it can be anywhere in the world another group that I love to work with are youth groups urban youth group you guys know that's really close to my heart I was that kid Jay was that kid we come from nothing and we really worked for our dreams our our dream career so I always like to have those talks to motivate people and I've done it in California I've done it in New York um and anyone that needs to just have like a little career advice or anything let me know you guys have been so good about dming me some of you and i love it i love connecting with you guys i love that you guys are enjoying this podcast and telling me how it helps you and kind of gives you guidance but if you guys need more just conversations you let me know dm me love to talk about whatever specific ideas you want so this is kind of like an outreach for those who need it but we can have a deeper conversation if need be so now that my passion projects are out of the way Charity's out of the way. Work is out of the way. I still have to be a human. I still have to be who I am, which is A, I'm a wife. I am a best friend. I am a friend. I am an aunt. I am a sister. I am, I'm so many things. And I love all those roles. But like anything else, we have to feed those roles, right? We have to nurture those relationships. So being a wife to me is really important. I want to make sure that Jay is always supported. I always want to make sure that he has what he needs in terms of like a friend because at the end of the day, we are best friends first. So when we come home, no matter how tired I am, I always check in with him. 
we always greet each other with a kiss and then I always ask him about his day. I can ask him about the same thing every day. And you know what? It can be as simple as, eh, nothing happened. But if you ask, it means that you want to engage in a conversation. And when you ask, you have to listen. You can't just shrug it off and be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. No, there should be follow-up questions. Even if he's just like, oh, yeah, nothing special happened at work. Oh, okay. Well, what did you eat? Did you eat something cool? Just try to have that conversation. I think it shows that you care and you're present, and that's important. In terms of my friends, my friends are just the best. They really are. And I have to give them a shout out, especially Tracy and Michelle. They're my two besties. Like just They're just so solid. And I try to FaceTime them as much as I can because I just want a little literal FaceTime. As for Michelle, she lives in Staten Island. She's local. We're in the same uh, time zone. But believe it or not, the only solid maybe 15 or 20 minutes we actually get to talk in, during the day is in the morning we text when we get up and she's commuting to work I'm commuting to work and that's really our like catch up of what we see what we want to recap the night before or what we have planned for the day so it doesn't have to be a long time it's just constantly a little here and there check-in and as you know Tracy is my bestie from Seattle you guys met her a few episodes prior we're on a complete different time zone by the time I'm home she's still working by the time I'm morning commuting to work she's sleeping So it is very hard, but we do connect at least once a week, if not twice. And it could just be, again, text when we do get that solid half an hour or hour or whatever time we get to see or talk to each other. It's absolutely amazing. And it nurtures. And I always make sure, again, I am present. I am checking in with them. If I have any big news, they're they're my girls. So I call them ASAP or I let them know ASAP. In terms of being a daughter, which is another title I have I check with my parents a lot I make sure that they feel supported because they do live with my grandmother and it's hard I love my grandmother and getting old is hard and getting old kind of sucks sometimes because some things just don't work my grandmother and I have a very unique relationship she raised me so I have such a soft spot for her and I need to sometimes be the adult so balancing that relationship is rather difficult I am going to talk about that in a separate episode all by itself, just relationships with parents and grandparents. So stay tuned for that. But, you know, she calls me when she wants on my cell and sometimes I'm on set and she just wants to like talk about her day or like how she went to a doctor and taking five minutes when you're on set to do that can be very challenging. So I make sure that when I am home, I do call her back or I do see her on the weekends just so she knows that I am there literally sitting there not really doing anything because she just wants to see me um being an aunt oh my goodness I love my little baby booze my little baby booze are now just what Reese just turned two and Roan turned nine months so they're little little babies and I love them and I try to be as present as possible because babies grow really fast. You know that mamas, you know that being a mama is hard and a blink of an eye, they grow some teeth. Then they start talking and they start walking, whichever comes first, I don't actually know. I know it's hard. I know it's hard for me because I try to FaceTime them as well, even if it's for 15 minutes. And my FaceTimes with my my little, my eldest nephew, I mean, there's only two of them, it's A or B. Um, Reese, he takes me on a little house tour every single time. He takes the phone from my sister and he goes, yeah, yeah. And he just 
walks around the house and we're screaming and we're laughing and we speak this gibberish. And I don't know if he gets what we're saying or anything, but to see him laugh melts my heart and I can work 15, 16 hours and I see that 30 minutes of my little boo-boo and I feel so much better. Same thing with his little brother. He's not as chatty yet, but it could just be FaceTiming him while he eats dinner. It's so sweet. It is just so sweet. Kids are so sweet. So as you guys can tell, I FaceTime a lot. Um, I spend a lot of my evenings trying to FaceTime to try to make sure I connect with all my friends and all my peoples. And then, of course, last but definitely not least, I am a fur mama. I have two dogs that I absolutely adore. They're small dogs. Um, I have to make it a priority to spend time with them as well. Cocoa Bean is a miniature dachshund and Peanut is a Pomeranian with a Pekingese mix. And Peanut is older. Peanut is 15, so I do spend as much time as I possibly can with him. Coco's a little bit younger, so I mean, I spend just as time. There's plenty of treats, plenty of toys. I mean, they got it pretty good. So it's definitely balancing that. Oh, sick breather. It's a lot. You see, even talking about work-life balance, there is no balance because it just, I guess now I'm getting the idea of how much stuff it is that I try to squish in to a week. Thank goodness I'm talking about the seven-day week, not the work week. And last but not least, a big balance is myself, self-time. So when I have really stressful weeks like this, I do take time to decompress and de-stress and all of that stuff that just that just builds up and it can be as simple as someone not holding the door for you or missing a train like all those little things built up and it makes me upset and it just fills it with toxic energy and usually those things don't bother me as much I'm like eh. but when I'm having a stressful week or a busy week if those things do just kind of like really the the straw on the camel's back you know, that straw that makes you go, oh, I'm having the worst week ever kind of thing. So, I mean, it's really not the end of the world. So that's why I go to my therapist. She's amazing. I meet her about once a week, if not once a month. Now it's probably once a month, to be honest with the schedule. Um, and I just talk to her. It's like having conversation. We just catch up, talk about things, just kind of like a check-in. For me, mentally, it's kind of like handing off my problems to someone and be like, oh, here it is. I'm unloading it to you. Um, and of course I like to take walks. I love being outside. So if I get to walk from Chelsea Market to Union Square and it's, that's about maybe six avenues, I think so, six avenues, six long avenues after work, after a long day, whether it's cold or whether it's hot to me, those are my six blocks that I don't put on music. I just walk. I get some fresh air. I get some time to think whether it's what I'm having for dinner or just look outside And I love that. I found that to be a very common part of my day because I look around. I see the Empire State Building on one side. And I look down. I see the Freedom Tower. And I always just take a deep breath. And I stand there usually around like 6th Avenue. And I take a deep breath and I'm like, how lucky am I to be doing what I love in a city that I love. A city that bred me. A city that fed me. A city that taught me everything. My scrappiness. My edge. And in a city that's so complex, I feel like everyone should be accepted and loved. So I love my city. And walking that decompresses me. And that is my alone time for a little bit. But sometimes when I get uber stressed, I like to go on my roof and I just sit there. That's what I did last week. Actually, for the past few weeks, I've been really stressed. And I took some time 
And I just told Jay, I need an hour. And I go up to the roof and I sit there. And I breathe. And breathing is so important. And I think that's how it helped me balance. I sit there and I take deep breaths. I hold it in a little and I breathe out of my mouth. And I do that for a little bit. And I just count my blessings. And that is balance. That is all I need sometimes to recharge. So now you have the work what I do, all the stuff I do, and then you know how I balance it by breathing and calming down and taking little moments of relaxation or little moments of gratitude to really unwind me when I feel like the whole world is spinning around me. But the real question is, how do I juggle it all? And my theory is, if it's important to you, you will make time for it. Like this podcast is really important to me. And I worked really long days and I was taking the train home with a colleague And he was saying how he had to do some stuff for um, Pokemon Go. And I was like, yeah, I'm really tired. He goes, yeah, you should rest. Like, you had a really long day. And I was like, well, I have to do my podcast. I have to record my episode and I have to do the recipe. And he was like, wow, how do you find the energy to do that? And I was like, honestly, I set myself up on a timeline. Like, I know that on Monday it was really tired. And Tuesday, I watched this as a switch day. And my 9 to 10 is completely blocked off. But otherwise, my 9 to 10 time bracket is when I do work, whether it's going on the computer to do some bills or write recipes or get inspired to just jot down what I want to talk about or jump on a FaceTime call with anyone that I've mentioned before. Just it's kind of like a connector time, me time to like do whatever I need to do. And I stay disciplined to that. I feel like my 9 to 10 has to be useful because it's the hour before I go to bed and I need to say I got the most out of this last itty bitty part of the day as best as I could. And honestly, I'm really passionate about all the things I do. So to me, it doesn't seem like work, even work. You guys heard me say this before, but I don't feel that my work is work. I love what I do. I absolutely adore it. And It's like time invested into the things that I want. I'm sure if you guys love basketball and you guys like watching a basketball game, you don't feel like it's wasting time because you have enjoyment from it. And that's how I feel when I try to balance all of these factors in my life. I don't find it to be balanced. They have to be done. So we're slotting in time slots and we're making sure it gets done and checked off in a timely manner. If it was up to me, I would add 10 more hours into the day and get more stuff done because I have so much going on and I have so many other things I want to add to my list. As of now, I know my plate is pretty full, but once I get in the rhythm, I can keep tacking them on and I don't feel like it's stressful. It actually energizes me. Yes, I get tired like everyone else, but like this episode, I was like, oh, I got to get in there and I got to record. I was a little tired, but once we started talking... I got this new boost of energy. I feel like I can do two more episodes and just talk to you guys because I know that you guys are listening and it gives me so much love and support and I, I love it and it, it drives me and gives me that energy and I and I thank you guys for it, for listening. I thank you guys for tuning in because it's because of you. It's because of you that I'm able to do this. So another great thing about balance is a meal right there's always talking about balanced meals and stuff and I do want to share this week's episode it's my go-to when I'm feeling stressed and I'm not eating well enough it is my shrimp and kale salad it's so easy it's everything that I have in the house because it's like staples it's pantry staples and it is flavorful I feel like when I'm tired I really crave something super umami I want something acidic I want something even a little spicy I need that powerhouse flavor 
Because otherwise, I need to wake up my palate. Otherwise, if I don't wake up my palate, then I'm like just as tired. I feel like eating energizes me. So this salad has kale in it. And you guys know that my fridge is always stocked with kale because I love smoothies. And kale is my base all the time. And I have some grape tomatoes and I have cucumbers in there. I love these things because, again, when I go buy any kind of fruit or veggie for my smoothie, I pick this up and I use it at least once a week. So little grape tomatoes, cucumber, if I don't get to it in my smoothie, then I add in my salad. Of course, you guys can personalize this. If you guys have some nuts in there, throw some like almonds or walnuts or whatever. If you guys don't have a cucumber or you don't like cucumber, add crunch another way. Add an apple. It should be whatever you guys like. Carrots, onions, do it up. The second part of this salad is a protein and I always choose to go to shrimp. I feel like it's lighter for me and I have it in my freezer. It's peeled into vein. It's awesome. It's so easy when I'm ready to use it after a long day. I just grab some from the freezer, rinse it under some cold water, sprinkle some salt, really breaks it down a little more, break down those icy chips and I pat it dry, toss it in some seasoning which you guys have on the side already, hit up a hot Dutch oven, throw it in there nice and brown and afterwards I put on the salad the heat from the shrimp will kind of break down some of the kale I eat it up I am happy I feel good I didn't eat crap and it's flavorful it's delicious it's also a great um, lunch to take to work why because the kale can hold up and it won't break down and won't get mushy like any kind of like wet lettuce Ugh, gross so that's the recipe you guys check it out it's delicious you guys let me know I really hope you guys got some insight on my life and how work-life balance works. If you guys want to share your story, please let me know. I would love nothing more. Or you guys want me to talk about another topic more in depth that you heard from this episode, let me know again. You guys have the website. You guys have my DM. You guys have been so good about DMing me um, and reaching out in every way. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So my last tip for you guys is work-life balance. It's about balancing the things you love and what makes you energized and what makes you go, go, go. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself breaks when you need it. Work towards the things you love and help you grow as a person. And always check in with the people that you surround yourself with because they're your support group and they will love you no matter what, no matter how you succeed or even sometimes we fail. So again, it's all about balance. You got one life. Balance it right. And I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Simmer Down with Viv is produced by me, Vivian Chan, and Tracy Gushkin from With You Media. For more information, visit Simmer Down with Viv on Instagram, With You Media on Instagram, or SimmerDownWithViv.com and WithYouMedia.com. Material has just debuted their line of pants. It's from their 29 collection. 29 because it's a little nod to that magical element copper which means you have consistent heat distributing for the perfect cook there's no teflon no lead and no fumes there's also a lip design that curves slightly outward for smooth pouring you can pop them in the dishwasher and they're also oven friendly for up to 500 degrees this coated pan can be yours for only 95 dollars it's valued at 235 and if you use the code simmer down with fifth you get an extra 10 percent off now slide on over to that site on materialkitchen.com and get yourself a new pan. You're welcome.